Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to what will be the last SRB podcast. We are not leaving you, however. Next week, there's going to be some changes. Kind of keeping them under wraps, but stay tuned for that. This will be the last SRB podcast under the SRB name. We want, we aren't leaving you, unfortunately. We swear we are, we're sticking around, just going through some changes right now. Uh, with me, as always, eating a fucking banana like the queen does, Alex Hicks. Technically, I'm not eating it like the queen does. So I've seen a video on this. Uh, you so, did, no, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm not letting you get away with this bullshit this early. Right. No, you I am. just said, you just said before we were recording, this is how the queen eats it. No, I said she doesn't eat the ends, and I don't eat and the ends. So I'm not so eating it like the queen. She just doesn't eat the ends. I don't eat the ends. Dude, sometimes I can't deal with your bullshit. Today is one of those days. So actually how they do it. So that's Hicks. Also joining <laughs> us joining us today is uh, – we've had him on before. One of the best guests we've ever had. The only guest we've ever had. Doesn't mean you need to say it. Davey O'Doyle. Dave, how's it going? You know what? I, I came in here really waiting to have a great podcast. And right before this, Hicks tells us, this is how the queen eats a banana. You tell him that's what it is. And he goes, no, I didn't say that's how the queen eats a banana after he just said that. And then he says, good start. This, good this start. isn't how the queen eats it. I'm not saying I eat it like the queen. The queen just does what I do. And I just do what the queen does. That's not like the queen. No, Hicks, it, that's what it is. Okay, so how they eat it. Is they don't eat it like a monkey. They don't eat it with their hands. They eat it with a fork and knife. <laughs> so what happens is they have it on a plate, and how they do it is that they they take it, they cut off the ends with the knife, and then they use the fork and the knife to cut a slit down the middle, and they unpeel it, and then they take the ends and they put them at the far end of the plate, and then they just eat that banana by cutting it and picking it up with the fork. But I'm You're eating really- it with. I'm eating it with my hands, so <laughs> you're a real piece of shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Who posted that video that you watched? Uh, I was gonna Who say what that out, and then what or like TikTok what? Who leaked that to from the royal family like kitchen that was like, "Yo, this is how the royalty does it." <laughs> this what they don't want you to see, and then it's right. just how she eats <laughs> the a banana. undercover scoop of banana eating at Buckingham Palace. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just saying, if you ever had to go to Buckingham Palace and they gave you a banana to eat, now you know. I'm assuming the queen doesn't do it herself, though, so they'd probably do it for me, so I'd never need to know this information. So I don't know why you know it. Not the point. What a disastrous start. I want to fucking leave this podcast. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Hang on, hang on. Do you want to keep going with the disastrous? Because I told you I was going to have a wild episode, and I kind of want to. This is going to be the funniest fucking thing. We're we're not stopping now. We're too far into this thing, unfortunately. Okay, Dave, I'm so sorry for dragging you back into this. It, it, get used to the insanity. So but, first uh, off, I would like to say we are recording on Sunday. So I would like to say Happy Father's Day to all the fa- wonderful fathers out there. <laughs> You're a real piece of shit, huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, first of all, Happy Father's Day to most every father out there. <laughs> Shout out to uh, shout out to you know, the OG. You know I won't say the name. <laughs> the OG. Oh, yeah, OG, OG. <laughs> okay, okay. Aside from that, actually, yesterday we had a business meeting and we were talking about that we should have a recurring business meeting. And so I suggested that we should have a business meeting every Wednesday. Um, yeah, you. I want you to know you suggested that. But then I remembered I had a class. Yeah, then then, like, oh, then of course, oh right, Wednesdays are the worst day for me, but I did suggest that. So then we changed it to Tuesdays. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to wait till this podcast, uh, like we're recording this, because I know Carver's going to love this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Tuesdays aren't going to work for me either. So Dude, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an absolute idiot. What? Hey, let's do Wednesday. Well, actually, Wednesday's the worst possible day. Quote, Tuesday works great. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday was the, doesn't Tuesday work at all. The, Tuesday was the best day you said. Yeah, Tuesday doesn't work at all. So, Why? Actually, uh, you know what? That doesn't even matter. It's not even the, it's the principle of what I have happened. baseball Tuesdays and Thursdays. All right. Well, sounds good, slugger. You got this. Go, Joe DiMaggio. Go. <laughs> we'll take care of business on this end. Hicks. 
Honestly, you're in timeout for a sec. But uh, I wanted no, 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 no. 30, 30 hang seconds. On, hang on, here. I'll go in timeout. I'll go in timeout. But I just wanted to address this on the podcast just because I want people to know how fucking wild it is in this fucking world right now. What wild or how stupid you are? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both. One of the reasons we're bringing Hicks, you don't say a fucking, you don't say a goddamn word for thirty seconds. Eat your banana like the queen. <laughs> One of the reasons the we brought this slice, on, buddy. Yeah, the royal banana. You piece of shit. I'm not in it. What did we say? Okay. One of the reasons we're bringing Dave on, aside from the fact that he's just an awesome guest to have around, uh, his team, we addressed this before, they are on a heater of all heaters lately. The Montreal Canadiens are ruthless in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. They look to be like uh, not unbeatable, but they look to be the team to beat right now. They are just playing, and this isn't even disrespect. They're playing so far above what their roster said this year. Like uh, they are just lights out right now. Everyone's firing on all cylinders. You got Suzuki, you got Caulfield, you got Corey Perry's playing great. Guys like Eric Stahl are making a difference, and that's crazy to say in 2021. Dave, you got to be thrilled, huh? Man. I, it's been a long time since I really paid attention to a lot of hockey. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's my backup sport after football that I watch, but man, to see because of the whole Canadian division this year, you know what I mean? It's easier to watch Like, Okay. I'll watch the Habs and the Leafs when they play, I'll watch whatever. There's not much going on. So I've been watching a lot, a lot of the Canadians. And then this year, just for them to be the last team to clinch a playoff spot, the last team in the NHL to actually like making a nice little run, man, it's been pretty fun. And like, <clears throat> It's not even like you guys are beating beating up on bad teams. You guys are taking out legitimate teams and easy, like not even in seven. Like you guys are, are crushing it right now. You're up on Vegas. You guys play again tonight. I think you're up two to one. Get out of timeout. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Also, you're, you're drinking from, and I mean this in every sense of the word, the biggest water bottle I've ever seen in my life. One liter, baby. Okay. Uh, Hicks, you are no longer watching your playoff team. Or when did you stop? Yeah, yeah, but I'm over it. I'm over it. Already. I'm over it too. I'm fine. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, can I ask you guys some questions then? Oh, hell yeah, Davey, You I'm, fucking take the floor, buddy. You can. I just want to take this over just a bit because, yep. especially from Hicks' side, I sense a little bit of skepticism about the Canadians here. So, True. so we'll see. We'll see. Okay. 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 I just want to ask you questions. I just want to ask you questions. I want to put out the record. I was on the Canadian side this entire fucking playoffs, and Carver can fucking account for that. Oh, we're just going to ask some questions. All right. All right. We'll, we'll hear some questions. Do you guys. We'll start with this one because this is my personal opinion. Do you think the winner of Vegas Montreal will win the Stanley Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. That's good. And I'm going to give, I'm going to give some credit here. I'm going to give Texas team some credit. The Avalanche were quite a team this year, quite a powerhouse. And for them to get dethroned by Vegas, do you think Vegas is the best team in the NHL right now? No. Left. No. You don't? No. You think, do you think Tampa? No. Islanders? No. Man, no. Montreal's had the (laughs) hardest road to the fucking to where they are at, and they literally swept fucking. uh, They swept uh, Winnipeg, and then they beat three games straight against Toronto to beat win that series. They're the best team in the NHL right now. There's no, there's no question. Dude, I feel like your skepticism was misguided on my end. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, Hicks, it feels like you're attacking this from both sides right now. I am. I am. Oh, okay. I think I think Montreal is the best team in hockey right now. I think, like you said, their first series they were down three to one against Toronto, right? They yeah. won three three yeah. straight to come. They back literally won that. seven games straight in the playoffs. Seven games straight because then their next series they went and swept a very good Winnipeg Jets team, and now in the finals they're up two to one against a very good Vegas Knights team. And does it go back to Montreal tonight? It's the second game in Montreal. Second game in Montreal tonight. So you guys are up two to one. You guys got the lead playing in Vegas, which is, I'd say it's pretty good fucking advantage to have. Montreal is going to be, are there fans in Montreal? Yep. Yeah. 3,500. It's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a raucous crowd there. Man, it's just this, this team for me is a team that's 
really made for the playoffs. When you think about what you want a playoff team, man, this this team rolls for the forwards. We roll four lines, like True. almost equal playing time. These guys roll four lines. And yeah. I mean, we we give a lot of time to our top four defensemen, but dude, those are some good defensemen, man. You got big bodied, stay at home defensemen. You got Edmondson, yeah. you got Shea Weber, you got Jeff Petrie, you got Ben Sherratt, man. We we take hold, we take care of our, ourselves first. We got Carey Price playing lights out, which may be oh. the most important. For, uh, aspect of it is our goaltending right but we take care of our end first and work forward so i'm gonna i'm just gonna jump in there so i have what is called the montreal pattern and kind of like a little pattern that's been following montreal this entire playoff obviously it's only been two series right okay montreal pattern um they either in the second round they sacrificed one of their own guys to get uh winnipeg's best guy kicked out of the series um (laughs) In in the first in the first uh, first series, uh, they didn't have to sacrifice anybody. Actually, they just sacrificed someone on the Toronto Maple Leafs to get them out of the series. So it's like Montreal is just getting rid of uh, just key, key players. Yeah, key players that they don't need to worry about anymore. So I'm not saying that's the reason why they won. I'm just saying it's been a pretty fucking pattern. So if if Patrick goes down with a major injury or if he fucking gets a suspension. I mean, it wasn't or or straight up Mark Andre Fleury gets run. Yeah, <laughs> like him. Yeah. Uh, they put Jeff, yeah. also Jake also Evans Mark, back in the game. Mark Stone just absolutely out of nowhere has his Achilles slice. Corey Perry <laughs> slips away. <laughs> How'd that happen? Corey Perry is hightailing it right now. Yeah. Where, what is Corey Perry doing? He's leaving the ice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I Davey, I think I sent you the tweet. I can't remember who wrote it. I was telling Hicks about it. The Habs avenged Corey Perry's bloody nose. The Leafs couldn't avenge their captain. Like it's the Habs right now seem like they're the most like playing for each other. Like they seem like their locker room's the tightest right now because that. And this isn't even a slight towards them at all. Their skill level is on paper isn't isn't a lightning isn't a Islanders, and yet I don't even somehow you know all these guys are stepping up and you guys are the best team in hockey right now. I, I think that's a big reason why it is that way. Is because there's no superstar. You know what I mean? Sure. Nobody can take the limelight. Everybody knows that tonight could be their shot. This line could change the game tonight. You know what I mean? Like we're playing like at the beginning of the year, we fired our head coach right now. We are with yeah. an intern head coach who has well, COVID-19 right now. That's good. He's, you know he's, what I mean? Like we are, yeah. we are a team. We're not like, all right, they're a team, but like, man, how about that Austin Matthews? How about Connor McDavid? How about whatever? There is none of those guys for us. No, this is about the logo on the front of the fucking jersey, man. Yeah, it, any night is anyone's night, right? And like last game, Josh Anderson. Where has he been for a while? Well, to the, uh, the the one that tied it in the overtime winner, there he was. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like anybody and- can step up. And a beautiful OT winner. Hey, maybe we get some sense of professionalism on his podcast, huh, Hicks? What do you think about that? Hey, uh, so I was just thinking, um, th- what do you think? Like the Montreal leadership probably has a lot to do with that. Like if you look at their locker room, you got a bit, lot of big names there, like Shea Weber, obviously, like one of the best captains in the NHL. Corey Perry, uh, Corey Perry, yeah, I guess Corey Perry too. Yeah, he Corey would be Perry, been a big name. Uh, Carey Price, he could probably be the fucking captain of the Montreal Canadiens as well. Like he just got all Don't these. Like, Eric Stahl. Eric Stahl, Jeff Petrie. You got those Jeff big, Petrie. big guys who are just all all in it for the leadership. Like they're they're not the the, the best guys except for Carey Price, best goalie in the league. But yeah. you got that leadership, and guys are just like fuck. I I will go fucking to fight a crusader with, with this guy if I fucking have to. Like yeah, well, like Carey Price, Vesna winner. Like correct me if I'm wrong, Hicks. Hasn't he? He's been a Hart Trophy winner too. Carey yeah, Price. Yeah, he's in because the last goalie to do it. Like last goalie to win the MVP of the league. Yeah, and he deserves it. You could make an argument Carey Price has deserved it for like six years, but uh, I mean Shea Weber, Norris Trophy winner, Eric Stahl Stanley Cup winner, uh, Corey Perry Stanley Cup winner. You know, Rocket Richard winner. These guys are proven high caliber players, and all these young guys like Caulfield, Suzuki, um, Toffoli. Like, why wouldn't you want to play for these vets? They're like, hey, we've been to the top of the mountain. It's it's pretty fucking nice view up there. Yeah. Like, why not it's, us? This is the first time I'm going to give credit to, like, 
the GM Mark Bergevin because I've had like you've probably heard me talk about man I've had a lot of just like what is this guy doing he's such an idiot just moves like I remember moves like okay we're gonna bring in Jonathan Drewan like okay and then that amounts into nothing and like not all this is his fault and stuff but then like right. we brought in David Schlemko at two different occasions you know what I mean like we traded for Zach Cassian <laughs> at one point. Like, yeah. I'm just like, what is this guy actually doing? Like, is he, does he know what's going on? Yeah. And then this year, man, he brings in just so many good pieces. Edmondson, Sherratt, Eric Stahl, Corey Perry, Joel Armia. He just brings in guys that fit for this playoff run that fit together as a team and work. And I'm going to give him credit for that. Well, I think it, he was up for GM of the year. I think um, Hicks, wasn't he? I do believe so, actually. Um, let me just look it up real quick. Him, and I know there's the Panthers GM, and I think one of the ones. But yeah, Bergevin was up there for GM of the year. And like you look at the moves he made this year, well, they're, top, they're, they're playing so far above what their roster suggests they should be at. And yeah. He's, like, they have like weird moves. Like our fifth defenseman right now is like John Merrill, and he's not bad at all. You know what I mean? Like, like everyone's playing so good. Everyone's playing for a reason, and everyone's playing for each other. And I right. think that's that's a big thing. Plus, one of you guys is telling me I can't. I think it was Dave. Um, their last team the regular season to clinch yeah. a playoff spot. Like two days before the season ended, they clinched the fourth spot in the in the Canadian division, right? North barely made the playoffs. Like barely cracked the playoffs, just in the nick of time did it, and now they're they're on the run. They're on. Man, I think they're the team to beat right now. I hope so, man. And I, and I don't know if there is a team that will beat them because if if you can have a bunch of these, and not to be disrespectful, a bunch of these no name guys or a bunch of these you know lesser known guys, we'll get to a no name guy later, Hicks. I know you're itching to mention them, but. Uh, yeah, if you can have these guys step up in big moments, that's what makes great teams. Right. Like, and like, you know, the type of fan I am, I'd yep. say I'm almost like a, a skeptic at points. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you right now, Hey man, the Bengals are about to win the Super Bowl Cause it's not going to happen. I'm not going to ever put blind faith and stuff like that. But this Montreal Canadiens team, man, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say the full go out loud, but it feels like they could be a Stanley cup team. man. It really does. It, it does feel like that. And even if they aren't, what a great like building block year to be like, okay, look at what we are capable of in this locker room. Right. Yeah. It's, a, it's certainly, it's nice to see, hopefully it's something to build off of some confidence. You know what I mean? It's, and speaking yeah. of father's day, it's been nice. Me and my dad been watching all the hockey games together. So happy father's day. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yeah, no, this Canadian team is pretty, pretty good. Um, I also wanted to, uh, bring something up. But I forgot what it was. Uh, okay, oh, oh, here it is. Here it is. I imagine right now the way this Montreal Vegas series is going. Just picture this. Picture this. And Carve, Carve knows this. Knows me. Picture Gary Bettman right now slamming his head against a stud in his wall just because <laughs> his pr- precious fucking baby is down two one against the worst team to make the fucking playoffs, which is now the best team to make in the playoffs. Yeah, he's like, this was the fucking year. I, I laid it out. I laid it out for them. I laid it out. I, They're playing Montreal. I did everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I did They're playing, everything. playing literally. When I described to Carve when they made the playoffs this year, I was like, the way Montreal plays right now, it seems like if this is the Eastern Conference, they'd be like a safe 10th place team. And yeah. these guys have just shot so above and beyond. But like yeah. going off last week's episode too, like, yeah, do, there's no actual Vegas fans, right? That's not actually a thing. No, no, it can't no. be. If so you're a fucking Vegas fan, you're a fucking scum of the earth. Like I, I don't even care if you're from Vegas. Go fuck yourself. Well, what do we say, Hicks? You can you, you're allowed to be a Vegas fan if you're four. Yeah. yeah. If you're four and under, you can be a Vegas fan. If you're above that, guess what? Yeah, guess what? <laughs> you're a carver and you're a bandwagon. So there's like there's like a very, very, very tiny, tiny section of fans that never watched hockey before that yeah. thought I will jump in when a new team comes for some reason. There's like there's like 18 fans in the world, and I'll give those 18 fans credit. But after that, it's four under. If you nope. were like, if you were like, I've never watched hockey. I want to get into hockey, and you settled on Vegas. You have no good support system in your life. <laughs> <laughs> one, not one of your friends said, "Hey, man, don't choose them." Choose yeah. an established franchise. Yeah, choose a franchise that hasn't been babied their entire fucking six-year relevance of the league. 
oh, you guys don't have to go with the expansion draft. It's so fine. You just have the best team in the league. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Didn't they have the best team in the league? Uh, no, Colorado had the best record. Right, President Trump, but they were second. Yeah, they were tied. And now they don't have to be in the expansion draft. They're literally the second tied for first as the best team in the league. And Gary Bettman's like, nah, no, nah, it's fine. They, it's just a lack of consistency. Oh, me. man. It's like, just, you guys, maybe maybe they should let Buffalo protect the player legitimately. They should maybe legitimately Buff- be like, Buffalo, you're actually entering the expansion draft <laughs> like, in Seattle. <laughs> You're gonna be the expansion team, like yeah. We're you know we just we don't know what else to do. Yeah. They're like, like okay, all right, boys, all right, let's go here. Right, right, We're right. gonna take um, Ryan gets left. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Rick <Buffalo>. DiPietro. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm legitimately waiting for Corey Perry to get signed to Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> Eric, from last Eric, episode, I'm waiting for it. Eric Stahl's definitely there just to be like, hey, man, don't ever go. And Corey's like, they need a cup, though. Like, uh, <laughs> They really want to make a run, and, and I'm the guy. <laughs> well, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. You know what, man? I don't know who or how. I don't think Stevie Y could fix the Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> He'd go in there, and the fucking office would just be on fire. He's like, what happened? He's like, uh... We don't know. Some papers caught on fire. Now the whole building's on fire. It's like the only thing that could save Buffalo right now is like if somehow in this crazy world, like some sort of god mentality came over and played GM mode with their franchise and just every team <laughs> traded them players. You know what I mean? Like yeah. got rid of all the draft. Only an act of God can save the Buffalo Sabres. If and I will say this: if you're a Sabres fan, you are a true fan. If you are a Sabres fan right now. You are a fan. If you're a Sabres fan in 2010, you're you're a fucking true fan, and you've stayed a Sabres fan from there. I like if you switch teams, you wouldn't even be a bandwagon. Like if I would, you, I would accept that. I would accept if, that. I'd be like, no, I get it. You okay? Change the Sabres of rules. Aren't, the Sabres aren't an NHL team anymore. Change of rules. <laughs> if you used to be a Sabres fan and you switched over to Vegas. You're okay. Like, that's fine. That's that's okay. Yeah. There's but like, eight of those fans in the world, but those eight people, we commend you. Yeah, yeah. Like they honestly, you know what they are? They're heroes. Oh. <laughs> there, there's kids right now who are nine years old who's never who are Buffalo Sabre fans who've never seen them play in the playoffs. Dude, they've never seen them win a game, probably. <laughs> like every time the, one of their eleven wins a year, they had to go to bed earlier. They had like soccer practice something so they're like oh i have a night off like i get to watch the sabers game and it's like and the sabers lose eight nothing yeah it's like you, Jack you wonder, tried. If, like like canada like hockey's huge in canada i wonder if there's like kids kind of near the toronto border who just like rebel and don't want to be toronto fans who like buffalo and then when they're playing mini six like yeah i'll be jack eichel and the kids <laughs> just make fun of them <laughs> Now we're commending Dude. bullying. Yeah, Dude, I'd rather be Joe Thornton than be Jack Eichel. He's like, oh, oh no, like, dude. And when Jack Eichel gets traded, what? What are you gonna? Who? who who's next? Yes, Skinner. <laughs> Victor Olson. Victor Olson. Kyle oh. Ocaposo. Yeah, dude, Ocaposo. Kyle. Kyle Postle is my favorite player in the NHL. Don't ever talk shit about him. That's some some kid says that. Casey Miltstat. I've never even heard of that guy. <laughs> That's actually my favorite player. I guess Ra- Rasmus Brustelainen or Rasmus Dahlin. Yeah. Yeah, the number one overall pick who really blossomed. Yeah, what year was that? 2017? 2017, I think. Man, you know who they need to sign 100% legit that would just fit the Sabres, man? Nail Yakupov. Yeah, it would just makes sense. If, if he came back to NHL, that would be the number one team I think he's going to. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, like, who do you think you know, is going to be a, add some fourth line scoring depth? Like, oh, no, he's going to be. And they give him a Jeff Skinner type contract. <laughs> Fucking huge. You need $9 million. Yeah. Here you go. Here's nine dead, million actually. for nine years. Yep, eighty-one yeah. million. Yeah, actually, no. Jeff, uh, Jack Eichel's making ten and a half. You can make ten point six. You can make ten point yeah. six. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Jack, I'm gonna add like, on to what you guys usually do, dude. Yep. And I'm gonna bring up the Oilers for one minute. 
What a lost cause, dude. What a lost cause. You know what? Honestly, the Oilers fans are so annoying, dude. Oilers fans? I don't care if you're the best league. Your team sucks. Your team fucking sucks. And you know what the thing is? Do you know how you know it sucks? Is you can be like, oh, man, even the best player in the world couldn't save them. Because he literally can't. If if we had the best player in the world, all we need is the best player in the world. Then it would be good. You know, it's... You have them. (laughs) If we still have one Oilers fan listening to this podcast... Surely we can't. Just just send us a DM and we're, we'll send you something. I'll send you something for my house. Just like to like uh, say dude, thank you. Yeah, I'll send you like, I don't even know, man. Like the Oilers in 2006 made a Stanley Cup finals. 2006 was 15 years ago. Yeah. Since then, they have had, what, seven number one overall picks? One of them's in the, one of them's in the KHL. One of them sucks. <laughs> one of them was an MVP outside of their town. One of them. One of them. One of them. You hit on. One of them. You hit on, and you hit perfectly because it was the non-miss pick of the of the last fifteen years. It was like you and said. It was a consensus one. If it was like if they didn't pick him number one, it was like all right. If they like, because I know me and Hicks got into it last week about trading him, but. If you if they kept the number one pick and didn't take him, it was like, all right, this team. But guess what? They took him. He's the best player in the fucking world, and their team is doesn't make a difference. Doesn't make a difference, man. What do you need? The second best player too? You might have him as your second line center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the expansion draft needs to be the Oilers and the Sabres now. Yeah, it is. It's like in NHL games, you need to just actually, we need to actually have a fantasy draft. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. say, fuck this league. We're just going to put everyone in a pool and everyone's just going to fucking pick players. And all of a sudden you'll look and be like, how the fuck did the Sabres end up with the same monster? <laughs> the only difference is got Corey Perry. This is so weird. You got rid of Jack Eichel, but they got Corey Perry now. They, these motherfuckers had the second overall pick. They took Jeff Skinner. <laughs> What Wait, the fuck? Edmonton, your goalies are still Mike Smith, Smith? and Miko Goskin. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know how it happened. Everything was just so fast. You had 10 minutes per pick. Yeah. <laughs> we had we had Carey Price and Fleury and Vasilevsky at the top of the list, and then all of a sudden we picked Mike Smith. We don't know. Oh, man. Like, And the thing about the Oilers fans, and we all know Oilers fans, is like every year is their year, and that's what pisses me off. It's like... Every year is their year, and guess dude. what? It's not, dude. They're they're the that team is the classic like trope that every team has. Like when they're in camp, they're like, dude, something special about this team this year. We're going all the way. They're that trope, but they're a fan base that just lives by that. Hundred percent, man. There's something special brewing in Edmonton. <laughs> there's something special in this. Something. No, no, no. What my favorite is, I think Davey and me have talked about it. There's something different this year. <laughs> Guess what? Is it different? If you say that, there's a 95% chance different is worse. <laughs> you guys signed James Neal. Like the only time it'd be different is like legit if the Patriots came out, if Bill Belichick had a media statement and he came out and he's like, something's different this year. And it was about this season, like as opposed to their seven and nineteen last year, you'd be like, oh fuck, they're going sixteen and all. Like if Bill Belichick was like, "There's something different. There's something different this year in camp," I'd be like, "All right." We all got to remember the time where the Edmonton Oilers gave Milan Lucic the biggest contract of his fucking career, and everyone was like, "This is it. This is that's what that's the piece they needed. This is the year (laughs) they needed a slow power forward who can barely play in the league now and cannot shoot or stick handle to play with McDavid." Was that before or after he went bleach blonde? Uh, that was before. Before, because then he got that contract. Thought he was the shit. Yeah, bleach blonde. Yeah, they need. They just needed the slow puck moving, slow puck moving, slow moving yeah. forward to play with McDavid. And they were like, past, "This is it." Past his past his prime. Wait, like his prime was 2011 Stanley Cup final when he won the Stanley yeah. Cup. Yeah, but still, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop some facts on you about why that signing was great, and it's and it's because the old Lord of Rock'em Sock'em Hockey, Don Cherry, one time said it. <laughs> one time, I heard Don Cherry seriously say this. This is post Rock'em Sock'em Hockey. Was it six or eight? It's eight. Uh, eight. Eight. Yeah, post 
post it just so we have a timeline established. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The year that the Leafs and the Bruins played that series where, like, the Bruins just, like, squeaked it out at the end and crushed the Leafs' soul. Whatever yep. year that was. Yep. Ron Cherry said that the Leafs that year were different because, like, they had so many, like, tough guys and grinders. And that was the key to their success. I, I'll never forget that. Uh, they like, more tough like, guys. Sure have, like, a you tough more kids from Sudbury, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. Just like, I don't think that's why they're good, Don. It helps. But having yeah. three, having one straight line of grinders on your fourth line, okay. You, like, need a tough, you need a tough kid from Kingston. That's what you need. <laughs> like, uh, okay. All right. Sounds good, man. Hey, Hicks, do I know something fucking hilarious? What? This is on a side note, but it's still the same thing about when teams think they're different. How about last year in the NFL? The, so the Jaguars had the first overall pick this year, right? Drafted Trevor Lawrence. Do you want their final rep? Okay, so they they went. They started the season off, upset the Indianapolis Colts. All right, huge upset last year. One and zero. One and zero. Okay, their social media team comes out and goes one and zero. Still not satisfied. Do you know what their final record was? One and fifteen. One and fifteen. Finally satisfied. <laughs> Me and, me and Carver talked about this yesterday. If you're a team that realistically has the chance of going one in 15, yeah. don't ever tweet that. Don't ever, don't ever acknowledge that you have a win. If, if there's a, if there's a legitimate chance, like that's like, that's like the Sabres. If they tweet, if they went on a two and a winning streak and they said two ain't enough. <laughs> and then they, they, they finished the year. Like they're, it's their last 10 games was two and eight. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, okay, well, two was enough. One and oh, still not satisfied. Still not satisfied. They went on to lose the next 15 in a row and finish the season of one and 15. We should probably delete that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder if that came straight from Shad Khan, the owner himself. He goes, we're still not satisfied. You tweet that. Tweet yeah, that. Tweet that. The guy's like, are you, are you sure you want that tweeted? And are, he's like, are, are you sure? We, we, okay. All right. So, still not satisfied. Oh, and picks cherry on top. Guess if it was fucking all caps. Oh, my God. I got to find exactly what it said because it's too perfect not to. Um, <laughs> did you find it? Yeah, <laughs> they don't. They didn't take it down yet. We're the fucking idiots. No, it's all caps. Not satisfied with one and zero. Oh, uh, not satisfied. Well, you should be satisfied. That is the most satisfied you got all year. Like, <laughs> get, get satisfied quick, <laughs> dude. The first comment drafted is, is currently looking for a brick wall to run through. <laughs> And then the comment after that said, seems like you were pretty satisfied. <laughs> but they drafted Trevor Lawrence. They're like, we're pretty satisfied now. Actually, you know what? We're actually very satisfied. Well, okay. Right before we started the show, we great, great. Hey, Hicks, great segue. You didn't even know what you just did, but good job, man. Um, right before the show, we were talking about how there's not a lot of NH- or NFL news to kind of talk about. I did see something about the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence. They came out. And I think it might not have been Urban Meyer, the head coach, but it was someone in the Jags, maybe the OC. He said they still haven't named a starting QB. It's a QB battle. And I'm like, no, it's fucking not. <laughs> why do you why do you guys say things like that when you when you dude, if they go into week one and they say Gardner Minshew's the guy, Trevor Lawrence, the most highly touted prospect since maybe even before Andrew Luck. He's like Elway almost, basically. Elway, like Elway, Luck, like Manning, Lawrence, right? Like the Mount Rushmore of college QBs. And then it's just like, yeah, we don't know who we're starting yet. It's like... Uh, Pretty oh. sure they're safe for morale, you know what I mean? So Gardner Minshew does like <laughs> throw himself off a cliff. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you're doing great, he, Gardner, but uh, Trevor's the fucking. You're not. Like, you're not a prodigy, but like you're doing all right. You can still win the job. <laughs> He's like, no, I can't. They're like, yeah, you can. I think he had to know that his time was up when it was. Uh, what do you think it was? One in ten, one in eleven. When do you think he realized that? He's like, ah, shit. One. Truthfully, at like one in six, you realize it, and then you're just like, you know what? Like at like Thanksgiving, you're just like, this is a lost cause. <laughs> like, because <laughs> like, like, let's go. Th- okay, so one and zero, you're high. 
you're like, fuck, man, we're undefeated. One and one. Hey, fuck. Tough L. We're 500. Yep. One and two. Ah, we're the Jaguars. You know, we're not going to. Are gonna you going to go through all the way to one to 15? What, at what point, <laughs> at what loss, Hicks, do you think you're just like, fuck? Uh, Probably at like one and seven. No, what is one and five, one and six? I was gonna say one and five too. Yeah, you know what the real test would be is what? Imagine if like they're if they if they're week two lost so they got blown out by forty five. Yeah, that, that's that's what I would have figured it out. I've been like, it, it depends on how big your loss was. If you are doing like 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 uh, not one score games, I guess, but like touchdown or field goal, like if they're just off by that much. And you lose your one and five, you could be like, oh, like we're just losing by this one score if we just tighten up a little bit. But if you're losing by like 20 to 15 to 20 to 30 points, yeah, yeah, there's a it also depends like who you're losing to because if you're losing to like the Jets, average teams by like 24 points, <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> like the Raiders, like you lose like the eight, the seven to nine, eight and eight Raiders by like 24, that's not good, <laughs> dude. They actually. It wasn't off the rails totally. So week one, they won by a touchdown. Week two, they put up 30 points and just lost to the Titans by a field goal. Then week three, they lost 31 to 13. To who? Dolphins. So great team. Okay, so those are good teams so so far. So you still wouldn't be too down. Yeah. And then then lose to the Bengals by eight, 33 to 25. (laughs) Okay. Then you lose to the ooh, you lose to the Texans thirty to fourteen. That's where you're worried. You lost to the Bengals and the Texans. Then you start to worry. And oh, then I'm... you lose. You lose to the Lions thirty four to sixteen, and you kind of start to go one in five. You're panicked now. One in so, five. You go fuck this. I'm gonna start writing in my notes that we went through the Jaguars entire season and broke down every single. Uh, Dude, score we should. Each... <laughs> that would, you know how much an electric episode would be if we went through all the Jaguars film. If we had. Try to find the high points. We should just do a segment of 30 weeks where we go through every... No, 32 weeks where we go through every single NFL team's uh, games. And... uh, No, we're not doing that. 32... We should actually lock ourselves in a room and watch the entire Jaguar (laughs) schedule from last year and then record a podcast after and see what we thought. And it will be just straight up absolute depression. (laughs) I remember watching the Ravens game against them last year, and I'm not even trying to be like, oh, the Ravens are so good. The Ravens are a top caliber NFL team. And watching that team, the amount of like demoralization on the other team, don't know if that's a word, just how dejected some of the Jaguars players were, where it's just like, they got a, that locker room has to be a tough place to play. Speaking of that word that you didn't know if it was a word or not, I think yep. you said demoralization. I wrote a yeah. whole final exam yesterday. And oh, I, I, whatever. It went all right, I guess. But <laughs> I wrote a whole exam. Now, th- think about this. I was writing this phrase. It was an economics exam. And I kept writing this phrase, price discrimination. And I'm not even sure if that was the right phrase or if I was just being like totally off with price discrimination. What's what's your definition? Like what context? Uh, different prices for different gr- groups of people. I think that's probably right. Then. Okay, good. Thank God. I was like so worried after I was done the test. I was Dude, like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I think that's all right then. I'm not an economics professor or like I. <laughs> but I'm just saying like my it's whole exam. Buddy. My whole exam was like based on price, whatever it is. And if I got that wrong, that means you based I got- an entire essay on something you weren't sure. <laughs> Dude, you are electrifying. As hey, as you know mean. what? I like how he's like, is that right? And Carve just like a random Joe Schmo. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm, like, Carve. I'm good. Yeah. What? Yeah, Hicks, for all me. you know, for all you know, man, they're currently grading your paper or your exam, giving you a fucking fat zero. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck? Price information over and over. Like, what is- <laughs> it's just you writing lines of price discrimination, price discrimination, price discrimination. They just go, I-, I don't know whether to give this kid a zero or a hundred because he might come and skin me alive. <laughs> Hicks, you're a wild fella. Hicks, what else did you have written down today? What else? Is- oh, you know what? You had someone you wanted to shout out. So I'm going to let you have the floor. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. Ears, ears peeled for this one. Okay. Well, I'm going to give a huge shout out to the man, the myth, the legend. Stephen Jones Johns. <laughs> he uh he is 
announced his retirement from the professional NHL professional hockey league uh, after receiving too many concussions. So I just want to say, have a healthy, long, and happy, and prosperous life away from the NHL. Okay. Did he just shout Stephen Johns? <laughs> Stephen Johns. Yeah, this is the guy that played for like he played for the Stars or something, right? Yeah, yeah, he played for Dallas. What did was he like a sixth defenseman? What was he? He's a defenseman. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. Oh, Ron, was he a defenseman? Was he like the sixth defenseman? Was he the sixth defenseman? He was a defenseman on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> And I didn't know who that was, so I looked it up. Okay, I'm not even gonna say I was. I'm not smart enough. I don't follow enough hockey to know that wow. who he was. Baby, 100 percent legit. I don't know who this player is. I'm, and I told Hicks when we were doing the, the prep for this show. I'm gonna mark that off as we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, you sure can check it off because that's the most notable thing he's ever done is being mentioned on this podcast. Hey. This podcast needs a little jump. So if he hears this in some way or form, he's he's like small enough that he might listen to this, but he's not too big where he doesn't give a fuck. So he might be like, oh shit, they mentioned me on this podcast. Fuck yeah, hey, hey, Stephen Johns, if you're listening to this, don't know who the fuck you are. Hope your head feels better, man. <laughs> well, what now he's not going to like us after that. show random people. I'm going to show legitimately <laughs> one of my favorite players in NHL history. Yeah, go ahead. Josh Georges. I love you, buddy. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he used to be a member of parliament for the Green Party. Did he actually? True story, bro. Josh Georges. Yeah. Oh, okay, not Josh well, Georges. No. There we George's go. Rock. There we fucking go. It's George's it's Rock. George's Rock. Rock. He also played for Montreal. He also played for yeah. Montreal. Two very different players. But Josh um, Georges is like the little like number four defenseman. He's like kind of a smaller guy. He just blocks shots and pass the puck away. And that's all I was good at playing hockey too. God bless <laughs> Josh Georges. What a defensive defenseman. Baby, question for you. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think about Brandon Prust? I was hoping you were going to go there. <laughs> Why? What's I love wrong with Brandon, Brandon Prust. Prust. Brandon, Prust. Brandon Prust was the prettiest fighter I've ever seen in my life. He had a gorgeous face. The guy could contribute. He could pass the puck away. He could get out of the corner. God bless him. We traded him away for your fucking Zach Cassian, and I'll never forgive us. Except for if we win the cup this year, then it's forgiven. So, do you have a boner right now, or is that just... Is that Brandon, Brandon Prust? Yeah. Is that Brandon Prust? Is that Brandon Prust? Is that Brandon Prust, Alex? Me? No. No, and that picture is that Brandon Prust? Is that Brandon Prust? Will you guys shut the fuck up? <laughs> is that Brandon Prust though? No. Oh, okay. okay well, well, where? We were playing. We were playing. We were playing NHL one time. Me and Davey, <laughs> like three times, just completely coincidentally, he kept going. Oh, is that Brandon Prust? <laughs> and eventually, was like, no, it's not Brandon Prust. So ever since then, is that Brandon Prust? Here's here's my all any my all career NHL line. Are you ready for this? Yep. Four words: Matt Sundin, Vincent LeCavalier, Brandon Prust. All right. Jesus. Christ. My defenseman: Shea Weber, Josh Georges. That's my line. You know, Dude. me and Carver did this not like a couple of years ago. We did. We sent each other. Our I think. Fucking- it, I think we should redo that for. Maybe next week. I kind of just realized I'm looking at mine right now because I still have it in my notes. Yeah, I think I still have yours too. That's by the way, that's all time favorite, not what would work good because I never put Brandon <laughs> Cross on the first line. <laughs> are, you tell, are you telling me Josh Georges wouldn't make your top two all time? He'd be my top four defenseman, but yeah. Oh shit, just breaking update, breaking news here. Vegas won't confirm their game four starter. Leonard leaves the ice first at morning skate after Flurry's game three gaff. So, I'm gonna straight up tell you guys if you're coming up, we're destroying those guys. If Robin Leonard's in net, it's three one halves. Yeah, congratulations. Gary Bettman's right now phoning the Vegas Golden Knights manager. It's like, if you guys fucking play letter, I'll fucking kill you guys. Dude, dude, here's the newest angle. Here's the newest angle on that. Yep. What if everything that, that has happened, he's actually a Habs fan now. He's turned his back on the Golden Knights. He's tired of it, dude. He wants the most successful franchise in the NHL to win this year. To come back. No, he fucking hates Canada. Okay. He fucking hates Canadian teams. That's what, what if his what, what if he's, wants you to think? That's what, what if his plan is to, to relocate them? No. What his plans to relocate them? His plans to relocate Montreal? Probably. He probably has plans just, to relocate every single Canadian team into America. 
just right near the border though so like bismarck yeah he's like he's like oh uh glasgow montana yeah they probably should have an nhl team i think they should have an nhl team there's really no reason for yeah Cal- calgary calgary yeah. to have one cal who could even pronounce that glasgow montana is a perfect name just right off the tongue who the fuck has ever been to vancouver we don't need one <laughs> edmonton what the fuck yeah. is edmonton Dude, some this brings up a better point, man. Some of our fucking city names just are. We say them all the time, but like, they're so fucking awesome. Saskatoon. I think that's named after the Saskatoon berry. Dude, did I ask for the fucking <laughs> etymology of the word? No, man. My my favorite one is everybody. Every end that like CFL player that ever goes is like, dude. When I got signed to the Rough Riders, I thought I was going to Regina. Yeah. Uh, well, it's actually Regina. Close, close, <laughs> man. Think of your one. Think of a really, really, really uh, sexual word, and then just put an R in there. Flip it. Yeah, I can't think. I can't think of one that would be a good example. <laughs> hey, Hicks, you're a bitch, huh? Uh, but no. Fuck, what have we been talking about? Stephen right. Johns. Okay. And okay, so Stephen Johns, hope your head gets better. You weren't, and I. This is the exact way I phrase it to Hicks. You weren't relevant enough to make it onto my timeline in any capacity. So didn't know you existed. Didn't but know you were, were in mine. Yeah, you were in Hicks's. So Hicks says wishes you a happy retirement. I guess I do too. I think I should become an NHL insider. What do you guys think? Yeah, probably not though. Um, <laughs> Well, okay, give me your reasoning. I just I just know lots about the NHL. I kind of guess things and they kind of come right. So like here's my here's my recent thing I was actually looking at. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't get off <laughs> you don't get off scot-free for that. I know a lot of things and I kind of guess things and they come right. Yeah, they come true. Um so here's the so are we gonna that. go back to you guys' predictions before the year about the NHL? So we can yeah. see Yeah, hey, hey. we did all right. I don't have them with me. I, I, they're currently in the other room, and I don't feel like oh, going to get them. Carf did good, too. Should he be an NHL insider as well? No, yeah, Carf did terrible. He had McDavid. He didn't even pick McDavid for a single fucking trophy. At least I picked him for one. Oh, fuck. That's such a bad blemish. <laughs> yeah. Should have known the best player in the world would get something, but, like, <laughs> shoot. But, Hicks, to answer your question, I think you absolutely should become an NHL insider. Because it would be electric to say, per Alex Hicks, <laughs> Stefan Johns retired. No, but here's my... Here. Avalanche? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't be biased. Per at Hicksy Avalanche. He's, like, reporting on the team that was playing the Colorado in the playoffs. Yeah, they, going around the words, they have no chest. Like, they're scared shitless of Colorado. <laughs> Per other, per fucking, they're playing the per Vancouver's media team. Yeah, the Avs are the best team we've ever seen in this league. I think we're gonna get destroyed tonight. God damn it, McKinnon's so talented. <laughs> wow, what did a they, weird report. But that's yeah. did Bo Horvat really see that? Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he Trust did. Me, don't ask him. I, I got the news. Hey, so so Bo, we're just wondering. You know, Avs have a great power play. What do they you scare the hell out of me? <laughs> What's your strategy for, you know, uh, right? Kind of... Oh, oh, are, are you really that scared of the avalanche? Dude, they're gonna destroy us. McKinnon, Gladness Gog, they're all over us, dude. There's gonna be no chance. Oh my god, uh, this is all, of course, this is all per at Hixie Avalanche. <laughs> oh, Hixie should become an NHL insider. Okay, 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 fuck. Here, here's my latest scoop I was thinking about the other day. It's about the avalanche. But uh <laughs> Oh fuck me! Really I, you don't have to scoop up the sharks. <laughs> hey, hey. I was really can't I was really counting on my Panthers news coming from you, but... I was waiting for my Flyers insider here. <laughs> Hicks, the avalanche only covers the avalanche. What do you what do you got for us, Hicks? I think the avalanche should go out and acquire Jonathan Druad. Okay, so why? Why? Because the last time he played good hockey is when he played with Nathan McKinnon. And the Avalanche really needs to split up that top line, and they could do it for cheap if they get Jonathan Druin. Maybe him and McKinnon can find that old chemistry. 
and they could split up that top line. We can sign Milan Lucic. Yeah, yeah, Milan Lucic. Yeah, let's just go sign that big dumb. I think your I think your goaltending situation's a little concerning too. I think you go and get Mike Smith. Oh, I was thinking about Miko Koskinen actually. Fuck, get both of them. Or like you know, like a David Riddick or something. Like that. You guys think of getting a Bach off will come out of retirement? <laughs> <laughs> and t- our Temi Pin- no, not our Temi. Pin- <laughs> yeah, it's like Panarin, one of the best players in the league. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, and a- Niemi. What was his name? Anti Niemi. Anti Niemi. Anti Niemi. Yeah, Shiger. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I'm sure he's like he did play looks. for Colorado. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he, back. I'm sure he's looking for a second stint. <laughs> I think Yo, Edmonton's probably gonna bring up. A, a dude that played for Montreal and Colorado so much, it was like bipolar disorder. Alex, Alex Kanye. Kanye, right? What was that? And that dude went from Calgary to Montreal to Colorado like four times each, and I don't yeah, know what. He played for Tampa Bay in there for a little bit. Tampa it was like at the very end, but there was like a Calgary, Colorado. He also played for Phoenix. Montreal stretch. We're we're gonna break this down here. We're gonna break yeah. down Alex Tangay's career. Right after the Jaguars schedule, yes. Oh, also, just, just to talk about the Jaguars quick. Yep. I don't care if Tim De- Tebow can play. Those biceps. Nice. Man, respect that dude's pump. Anyways, Alex Tangy. Why yeah, Alex. Avs, Flames, Canadians, Lightning, Flames, Avs, Coyotes. Like, hey. Either stay in Colorado or don't. Well, look at Mike Camilleri, too. He was bouncing around the fucking league as well. Is Mike Camilleri the guy who just ripped cocaine all the time? No, or that was uh, Yuri Hudler, who, uh, <laughs> who was on the airplane back back to his home country, and he was trying to do cocaine on the plane, and the steward was like, hey, you can't do that. And he's like, just let me do my fucking cocaine! <laughs> Screamed right at her. Who, who got stopped at the border? Ryan Malone. Yeah, there's like, there's a lot. Of, there's, you know what? It, it, if you go back at NHL's past, they have a lot of guys who have a lot of problems. There's a, a surprising of amount of cocaine <laughs> in the NHL. Like, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this. He played in the NHL for like four seasons. He was like one of the best fourth liners in the, in the NHL uh, at one point. Yuri Laterra. And then uh, while he was playing for the Philadelphia Flyers, his house in Finland got raided without him being there, and they found an absurd amount of cocaine in his house while he was playing hockey in North America. Dude, what if that was? What if that was just in the police report? It's like how much they how much did they recover? And she said an absurd, absurd amount. amount yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to drop a story. I think Carves heard it before. Yeah. We get off this asking me about NHL players and cocaine. I got a story. I don't want to put this guy on blast in case you guys get sued or some shit. But I mean, we've already we put Yuri Hoodler, Ryan Malone, and uh, I defamed. Uh, who are we just talking about? Somebody I thought somebody. You're looking. No, you're, I brought him up and I said, "Did isn't this?" Oh, guy Mike Camilleri. You said, "Isn't that?" The yeah, guy? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No. Whoops. Okay. Yeah, we will get into that. Um, Hicks, what's wrong with you? What do you mean? I don't know, man. You just you seem off today. Yeah. No. Okay. Good stuff. My shoulder hurts though. Fuck, man. Which, My shoulder hurts so bad. Fucking pitched three out of the last six days. Last this Thursday. Thursday was the last day I pitched, and I pitched Sunday. Mon- no, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Yep. I thought my arm was gonna permanently turn black and fall off. There was like no circulation. My arm kept shaking like this at work. It was like it was just like, and my and my muscle kept twitching. It was fucked. It's, it's actually kind of scary. Yeah, no, it's, it sounds a little bit more than just pitching. I think if you had no circulation, well, it's just because that 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 motion where you're going like this a thousand times a game. Yeah, man, I will say this, and me, me and Dave talked about it. I fucking suck and despise baseball. And like, and I, dude, I couldn't, I'm good at catching. I'm really good at catching. I couldn't perform one of the necessary skills at an adequate level. So baseball is super hard. Yeah, I will admit that. But it's super hard. There was something that happened at the Toronto Blue Jays game. It was like uh, this pitcher threw a knuckle curve ball. The guy hit a really slow dribbler down to third base, right? And so the guy was running up on it, and instead of grabbing it with his glove, he grabbed it with his hand and hurried the throw because, you know, the guy's going to beat the throw, right? 
he heard the throw and he threw it over the first baseman. So it was an air, an air throw. And the fucking pitcher man was screaming at him like, you fucking idiot. Why did you plant your fucking feet? And then he like slammed the ground with both, ha- both hands and was like fucking having hissy fit right on the field about an overthrow. It's actually crazy. It's actually pretty funny. I wonder if he does cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. Big league chew, and then his chew, and then just a layer of cocaine <laughs> rolls up. We we can trace the line. When you're a little, you do big league chew. When you move up, you start doing chaw. <laughs> when you get to when you get to the MLB, you have to do cocaine. Yeah, I mean, and then there's sunflower seeds are just the constant in the middle. Yeah, I mean, baseball for me is just boring. That's it, and I know it's. Hicks, I don't mean to dis- disgrace you here, but what do a live game? There's so much fun. Well, that's different because live sports are always better. Well, yeah, that's true. How are your Montreal Canadiens doing there, Davy? I feel like we I feel like we didn't talk about them as much as we were thought we were going to talk about them, but I don't know, I think we talked about them like plenty. Yeah. Of, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like I don't know. Hopefully tonight we can get a Robin Leonard in net and just berate him with good shots and uh, take another win. Yeah, I don't see a way. Well, I do see a way Vegas can win, but I, if they put Leonard in, I don't see a way Vegas. Vegas, oh, Vegas no. is a very good team. Like, let's not discount mm-hmm. that they're great. But like, oh yeah, but we've seen great great teams with with questionable goaltending have uh, you know. Well, I can't even talk. <laughs> but, I think I'm the only one that can't talk about that. I can talk about it in this. Yeah, group, you're the best goalie in the league, and like we say, like when it comes to playoffs, man, goaltending is everything. And some of the, it feels like once a game, at least once or twice a game, Carey Price makes a save of the year candidate. Like, like I said, the last game, and then I'd say like at least for sure two games with Toronto, Carey Price stole the games. Yeah. So like we can all agree that like yeah like we've said like all along goaltending most important positioning playoffs by far. Like if you don't, yep. you don't have good goaltending, you're not going very far. I E Oilers. Right. Um, True. So when, when I seen after that, yeah, uh, Samson off when he messed up that overtime play and they scored the Bruins scored and, yeah. and Ovechkin was fucking screaming at him. Yeah. I rate when I, right when I seen that, I knew the series is over. Like there's just no way a young rookie goaltender is gonna bounce back from that when a superstar is screaming at him in his very like in his first playoffs basically in overtime and he messes up like he's not bouncing well, back. Superstar, it's it's your team captain. Yeah, and and it's your of, captain. Like, and it's one of the definitive superstars of the last a guy that that goalie grew up watching. Yeah, and he's like, well. I fucking suck in his eyes. So. so that's that's the main like he's a fucking leader, man. He should know he he if anyone should know it's him that go, you need goaltending because he had to go through it all those years. And then when hopefully finally got him his cup, he's like fucking right. Now he's just like, why the fuck are you screaming at the goalie? He made a mistake. Ovechkin, you've you have never scored an overtime goal in the playoffs. What? Yeah. He's either scored one or zero. What? He's either scored one goal oh, overtime oh, okay. in the playoffs yeah, yeah. or zero. Or none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be, yeah. Especially, it's like read the room. Like, yeah. that's a rookie goaltender in his first playoff start. Maybe be like, hey, man, it's okay. You'll yeah. bounce back. I'm the fucking captain. I'm not going to be screaming at you. Don't sleep in Russian. <laughs> that's what he was saying. He's screaming out, don't sleep in Russian. Because they're both Russian. Dude, that's... Fucking terrifying and hilarious, right? Like if some if oh Alexander Ovechkin was screaming at me, "Don't fucking sleep in Russian," I'd be like, I'm, "I guess, I'm gonna, yeah." I'm, I don't know if he's talking about the game or actually don't sleep tonight. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what he's saying, but I'm getting coffee right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing I'm doing cocaine. Like, <laughs> Maybe that's how it all starts. Boys, do you guys got anything else you need to get off your chest? No, I'm good. Good, Davey. Excited for the Habs game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, absolutely. Just uh, I don't know how to spell Ovechkin. Someone's going to put O-V. O-V-E-C-H. Yeah, it's not happening. It's just if he sounded out. But, Mm -hmm. um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the last episode of the SRB podcast. We will be back next week. 
bit of a makeover coming, bit of a bit of a change in in how things are done here, but still the same cast of characters. I will say one thing: you don't have to subscribe to a new podcast. All that will happen is that our logo will change, our name will change, and uh, I think we're gonna keep the episodes on there. So it's just the episodes going to be on there. We're going to change the season to season two instead of season one. Uh, what else is going to change? Or oh, our emails are going to change and our social medias are going to change. But for right now, they're the same. We'll let you know next podcast. Yeah. You don't, you and, don't have to do anything. Follow. You're still following. It'll be the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it just might look a little different. Well, it, it should. If it doesn't look different <laughs> to you, then uh, <laughs> I guess it's the same. <laughs> yeah, I guess if it doesn't, then fuck it. I guess it's the same. Yeah. But uh, as always, you can follow him at Hixie Avalanche uh, on Twitter. Your newest at, NHL uh, insider. Newest NHL, newest NHL insider exclusively covering the Minnesota Wild at Hixie Avalanche. <laughs> Follow him. Is it just at Davey O'Doyle? Davey O'Doyle, yeah. At Davey O'Doyle. Follow me at the Don MC. Um, and if you aren't subscribed currently for the next uh, week or so, Follow us at SRB Pod on Instagram, uh, at Pod underscore SRB on Twitter. And if you are subscribed currently, nothing will change for you next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, share, all that, uh, all that jazz. RIP SRB Go Habs. Perfect sense. No, I thought right you were going into that TikTok that was like, RIP that. And then oh, I was like, God. oh my God. <laughs> Shut this fucking thing. R.I.P. S.R.B. Go Habs. R.I.P. S.R.B. Go Habs. <laughs> Hashtag. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening. Uh, this is the S.R.B. crew plus Davey. We love you all. Peace out.